There are new skills required for the modern leader, and if you don't have them, you're going to struggle to find your place in this new, changing economy. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Welcome back, friend. Good to see you, and welcome to my COVID voice. I assure you it's temporary. Emerging from chaos like we are right now, the pendulum never fully swings back to the way things used to be. And just like we'll never go back to paper maps and school uniforms, if you don't adapt to these new and emerging demands, you're not just old school. You're a dinosaur. I remember what happened to them. This isn't like your mom struggling with silent mode on a smartphone. This is an inability to lead a new and changing generation of professionals. Before we dig into it, let's take a moment to remember why we're here to create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works, relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a truly unique and powerful force in this industry. And remember, if this helps you, if you love this show, Tell your friends. If you go out and Google, what are the key leadership skills required for 2023 and beyond? Even if you were to Google, what are the new and emerging scrum master or agile leadership skills for 2023 and beyond? You'll see that they're focused around a handful of skill sets. Generally, it's about not managing people, managing tasks. It's not just about facilitation. It's about relationship building. It's about being able to bring people together and to motivate people who are fundamentally, in many cases, unhappy, uncertain, and unclear. It's about enabling decision-making. That's a big one. It's about bridging differences, resolving conflict, negotiating agreements. It's also about things like critical thinking, innovation and creativity, and, thankfully, Agility and adaptability, which is the one thing on the list that we should be automatically good at, but the other stuff I propose that we're not. Now, full disclosure, I just released a new course called The New Leadership, and I got to be honest with you, I love this one. It takes everything that I've learned and studied and everything that I practice and have worked on and discuss with leaders and what we've discussed here on the show, and it packages it into just under four hours of whole leader 360-degree development. It's lessons, it's inspirations, it's exercises, it's monthly live check-ins, and you can get it right now for almost half off the full price, but for a limited time. Do me a favor, go to newleader.badassagile.com and check it out. The link is in the show notes below. However, I want to share some of the big concepts with you here on this show. Let's see what we can pack into about 10 minutes or less. Let me inspire you today to take on the future-proof, recession-proof leadership skills that will put you head and shoulders above your competition in the coming year and forward. 
See, because if we don't want to be dinosaurs, we have to be reacting to the changes that are happening into the marketplace now. And it's never been like this before, has it? We've just come back from a huge health scare, not knowing what was going to happen to the world, not knowing whether we are in grave danger or not, and that not knowing divided us as a people. We've become less patient, less kind. Not to mention, we don't know whether the future of work is remote or hybrid or back to normal. Is it ever going to go back to the way things were? Think of the great uncertainty that lives there. We've also had people discovering, well, maybe I don't need to do this at all. Maybe this is time to focus on the things that I value, the things that matter to me, the things that make me fulfilled and whole and activated and interested and engaged. There's conflict around the world, inside our countries and between our countries, great uncertainty about the future of this planet, as a matter of fact, not to mention ChatGPT dropped in January with little or no fanfare and suddenly changed the world. You're talking about the fastest adoption rate of any technology in the history of innovation. So let me re-inspire you today about what you need to do as a leader to handle these changes. The first thing you need to know how to do is learn to know what people need right now. Based on everything that I just described, everything we just went through collectively, everything that just happened, and understanding that all of this pressure and stress is keeping people from performing at their best, you need to know not just how to listen, not just how to communicate, because those are master skills and we're deeply lacking in those as well. But one thing beyond listening and empathizing and speaking is connecting. Connection means you don't just let people vent. You don't just listen to what they have to say. You don't just try to walk a mile in their shoes, but you are actively engaged in the process of caring about what they care about so that you can help them get more of what they want and less of what they don't. Connecting is the act of making the other person feel seen, heard, worthy, valuable, belonging. Put simply, it's the art and science of making people feel the way they want to feel. And everyone is different. If you can connect with people, you have a much easier time dealing with them when they're struggling, helping them through stress, anxiety, pressure, burnout. You'll have an easier time helping them choose when they're at a crossroads in their career or their life. You'll have a much easier time helping them become more decisive. Decisiveness is not a learned skill. It's a practice skill, but you can't do any of these things if you're not truly connected with them. Listening is not enough. It's one thing for a person to feel listened to. It's another to feel like they're part of a team that is interested in helping us win as a collective, but them win as an individual. Now, once you've learned to build that connection, the next important skill is how to use that connection to understand what they value. You can't just ask a person, hey, what do you value? And expect to get a good, honest, open answer. Most of the time, people can't. It's a hard thing to talk about, and it's not something that they may have even thought about. But once you get good at watching a person, what they say, how they say it, how they stand, how they move, and most importantly, what they do, you can see their values in action. And once you understand those values in action, it's even easier to motivate them, to negotiate with them, 
and to work in concert with them. Remember, people don't want carrots and sticks anymore. Great people don't come for the money. They don't leave for the money. They don't stay for the money. They want something else. It's usually something that they want to feel. And what they want to feel is revealed by what they value. Learning to understand what another person values is a master skill in this coming age. People who can't do this will quickly become dinosaurs. Now, once you know that, once you're connected, once you understand their values, what they value, what they want to feel, you can leverage that to motivate them to their highest purpose and fulfillment. Because that's the only way to motivate them to change the way that they think and work. If you need them to do differently or be differently for the team, for the organization, for the product or project, it begins with helping them chase their greatest sense of fulfillment, which begins with their values. From there, you can learn how to build agreements that actually stick, agreements that work, agreements that are based on what they value. And again, if what they value most is the ability to work on problems that are gratifying and fulfilling to them, then you've got to know what those things are and you've got to know how to help them get more of those challenges in their daily work. Otherwise, they're going to feel like they're coming into the office, punching somebody else's clock to line somebody else's pockets for somebody else's gain. And they're going to start to ask why. And in 2023, they're not going to be satisfied with the stock answer. The trite praises and phrases that come out of the executive team's mouths or keyboards are no longer going to be enough. People have seen firsthand that there must be something more. They've learned what is important to them. They've had a chance to discover that time spent outside of their family, outside of their friend group, outside of the environment, outside of the causes that matter to them is wasted time. And it's hard to justify because time, as we now know, is the only resource that we can't renew or refresh. This is becoming important. And if you learn how to connect with that person's value, purpose, and fulfillment, now you can build agreements based on what they want and what they value. And those agreements are far more likely to stick. When I say agreement, that includes working agreements, creeds, how, when, and why we keep our promises, but also agreement on our team values, product vision, corporate vision, our ethics and standards. Now you are also going to have to learn how to be more emotionally intelligent. I think we're getting to a place where we all understood that this is the hard work of understanding others, but now I think it's ever more important that you understand you. You can't afford to not get this right. Life is too busy to always be thinking about the next thing that comes out of your mouth, how you're standing, what body posture you're holding, are you making enough eye contact, are you mirroring and matching, what micro-expressions might you be transmitting across the table, are these next words in my email necessary and loving and giving, you need for all of those things to flow out of you automatically. When you have an understanding of who you are and what creates the emotion of fear, scarcity, anxiety, judgment, and so on. When you have mastery of those, you can learn to condition your state so that the right answers, movements, and expressions flow from you naturally. Think about how much easier it would be to not have to worry about this, to not read from scripts and memorize books, but to simply be an authentic 
leader who is emotionally strong and resilient, ethical and empathetic all at the same time. Now, all of this people stuff is great, but sooner or later, you have to use all this people stuff to be able to deliver home runs. It has never been more important to be able to know your value and to give your value. And the quicker and more effectively and efficiently you can deliver value, the quicker you can get people home to their families and their passions, the easier it will be to help people balance their lives. Now, this includes things we've spoken about before, like being visionary and intentional. What does value look like to you and to the people that you serve? What will we get out of the next hour? What are we going to accomplish today? What's the value of this upcoming sprint? But it's also knowing how to have a rich and productive and professional creative practice. If you are immersed in, engaged with, and even obsessed with your current problem set, whether that's what your customer needs, your company needs, or your team needs, if you're thinking about it and you're constantly ideating solutions or potential solutions to those problems, you are more likely to have simple, elegant, and effective solutions on hand all the time. This can change the game for team-based work because you're no longer struggling with ideas. You're no longer struggling with your certainty and belief in those ideas. You are free to ideate and you're not attached to any one idea. You simply do the work. This is the core value of what you create and do and labor for. And it's as simple as taking 10 minutes in the morning or at night or wherever you have a quiet moment with pen and paper and just letting the creative ideas flow. Be in your customer's world. Be in your client's shoes. Think about what they struggle with. Think about how this problem or a similar problem has been solved elsewhere. But most importantly, learn how to ship. Ideas are great, but if they're not turned into active solutions, things on the ground, things that customers can buy and immediately receive benefit for, then we haven't given our ultimate gift. Learn how to be gritty and resilient and do the hard thing. I mean, I want to teach you the root cause of all lack of productivity. Every time someone or a group of people fail to hit a goal, fail to keep a promise, fail to hit their targets, there is a single underlying reason. And I want to show you what it is and how to work with it, how to commit, how to stay focused on that commitment, remove and avoid all distractions and flow. I remember folks, the soul of this podcast is and always has been not just information, it's inspiration. Staying the course, doing what a badass must do, delivering what only a badass can deliver requires a little bit of coaching, a little bit of mentoring, and a lot of staying connected to your ambition, your desire, your purpose. That's why you listen to this show. If you'd like more information about how to do the things we've just mentioned, please check out my new course and tell your friends. New leader dot badassagile.com links in the show notes below friend thank you for visiting today i appreciate you as always you can find me at badassagile.com on instagram at badassagile and don't forget to check out the facebook badass agile listener lounge everything you need is in the show notes below i look forward to seeing you next time and until then stay badass 